This is Jeff Chrisman, and I'm here this afternoon speaking with Amanda Bleakley, the Executive Director of the Paseo Arts Association. Yes. And also with Paige Powell. And uh, very, uh, very glad to have you all to be able to visit with you today. I thought what we would do is start out and really get a sense of, for people who maybe are not completely familiar with the Paseo Arts Association, just to, to give people a sense of what your mission is and, and what you're all about. Well, uh, our our mission, our, do you want to tell our, tell, tell our official mission? The Paseo Arts Association um, provides a unique environment for the visual, performing, and culinary arts. It's our official mission. But our vision is the Paseo Arts Association will enrich, educate, and inspire the public through the arts. So I think both of those are good, and they go hand in hand on kind of what we do down here. Sure. And if I could, maybe to understand a little bit, let's say, for instance, from the perspective of someone who hasn't either hasn't been here or hasn't spent a lot of time, maybe if you could kind of give people a visual in terms of what to expect and, and what's going on. Well, the Paseo Arts District is a, uh, a, a kind of a, a Spanish-styled um, two-block-by-two-block uh, neighborhood that's tucked in, or shopping district that's tucked in a neighborhood uh, between 30th and uh, Walker and 27th and Lee. So um, if you haven't been down here, you might just drive by down Walker and not know that it's here. Hmm. Uh, so you have to kind of seek it out, or uh, or people will tell you about maybe some businesses that are down here. Um, it's, it's a, a mixed-use area of... Shopping, galleries, uh, nonprofits, a couple of different restaurants, and, um, and and then places where you can just kind of walk around. Um, so uh, it's very unique because we have different colored buildings. You know, they're painted differently. With there's a kind of a, some some stucco and some buildings that are. Uh, clay tile have clay tiled roofs, so it's, it's really unusual. You're not going to find a place like this anywhere else in the city, and probably not even the country. So, um, but Paseo is really different because we have a lot of things that we do. Uh, it's not just about in the area of shopping. We're we're also what we personally are um, the part of the association that manages events and programs for the community, for artists, and for children. And so it's not just about shopping. We, hmm. We're an organization that feels really strongly about um, giving back and being more involved with the community that's around us. I like that. And I know one of my first experience uh, was actually after I moved here was the uh, first Friday. And so mm -hmm. I thought if we could maybe hear a little bit about that as far as what usually happens or... You know how that how that generally you know how that generally flows. Sure. Well, first Friday is is obviously it's the first Friday of the of every month. It starts at six o'clock and it goes on till ten, and all the businesses uh, galleries will uh, stay open a little later than normal, and they'll um, sometimes they'll they'll feature a new um, art show or an artist, or they may have a special going that um, that day. Uh, it's about bringing your family, or sometimes your dog, walking around, going in and out. And it's really a community event. It's, it's free. 
Um, it makes the arts really accessible. Um, the artists are a lot of the times are in the galleries. You can go up and talk to them and ask them about their work. We have shows and people ask us about the art and we don't always know. So we really like First Friday. We try to listen to what the artist says so we mm. can tell people about it throughout the month. But it's a, I mean, it's a really casual. Like I said, it just makes it really accessible. Whereas you might go to a museum and it's kind of intimidating. But um, it's very can, personal. Mm -hmm. It's a very personal way to experience art. And you can also talk, you know, you talk to the people who are representing the artists too, and they sometimes they know um, where they can explain the artwork. And if the artists are there, you can build, start building a personal relationship with the artists. Um, it's a lot of fun to have a piece of art by someone that you know. Yeah, right? it, makes, yeah. it makes a difference. You met the artist, mm -hmm. so um, so every month there's different. Uh, there'll be a different show, and generally all the different galleries. Um, and if it's retail, then then they may do something special, you know, run run something different. Um, we have music in the street. We'll have uh, one paid musician or group of musicians. And then many times people just show up and mm. play. Um, and then we also have some food trucks because uh, the restaurants down here get full really quickly, and we want people to stay and not leave. So we have. Uh, Food trucks available, so then grab a quick dinner and keep walking around and enjoy enjoying the evening. Um, what's really special is that the astronomy club shows up if the if mm. the uh, weather is nice and the, there's no clouds, and they bring these enormous telescopes, uh, very expensive, very nice telescopes, and they'll they'll let people look at the moon or Mars, whatever that you know they're. They're featuring that night, and, and that, that's, that's what makes it really cool about it being a community it's affair. It's not really just an event. It's just kind of a, um, a, a very unique experience. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, I think that's one of the things I like about it the most is it seems like most places when you go where there's multiple storefronts, you know, usually you're going inside for the most part or mm -hmm. you're kind of tucked into a kind of like a strip mall or something like that. Whereas I, at least for me, from some, you know, from the outside looking in, you know, kind of from an outsider's perspective, it, it, when you're here, it feels like you're really in just an area of Oklahoma City. Mm -hmm. It feels like you can just kind of park and just kind of settle in. And so at least, at least from the perspective of someone who doesn't necessarily know a lot about this, but has experienced it, it's a, that's really what it feels like. It's, it's definitely very unique. It's very much like a neighborly event. Many yeah. people know each other in this area or um, because they love or support the arts, they come out to these events. And so, uh, so there's a lot of, you know, socializing people talking in the streets, like being out in your neighborhood and, and talking to your neighbors. So it's, it's a, it's a, a, a safe, secure feeling of, of being outside. And, um, I think, you know, I think it's very special. So, uh, we enjoy it every Every month, and um, I, I, it's one of the things that makes Paseo unique. And as far as, I was going to see if we could hear a little bit about the annual uh, festival, if we could, as far as the annual arts festival. Well, sure, the uh, annual arts festival has been going on now. Uh, we'll, we're, we'll be going on the 42nd year. Wow. It, was, it started in 1977, and uh, back then it was kind of a street fair uh, more crafty and uh, gifty items, and now it's become a, a nationally 
acclaimed juried festival. Hmm. So we had people that come in from all over the country. I had someone in, that came in from Hawaii two years ago. Um, and, and then we also have quite a few Oklahoma artists, not, not just Oklahoma City, but all over the state. Um, so we have a good sampling of artists in every media. And uh, I know that people look forward to it because they tell me uh, every year. And the, they'll come in from other states. And not just tri-states. Hmm. Not just Kansas and Arkansas in Texas, but you know, even further away because they'll they'll think that, that weekend, Memorial Day weekend, they'll come in, they'll go to the Paseo Festival, visit some friends from Oklahoma. They make a weekend of it. Um, so, again, it's the same area uh, that we have First Friday, except that we close the street this time. We get a revocable permit um, through the city, and uh, so there's no traffic, no cars. Um, we set up two stages on either end of the street. And, um, and last year, uh, Paige booked 46 bands. So oh, wow. it's pretty impressive, uh, you know, that, that, that we can do that and fun. It was really fun. Uh, we also had about eight, 18 to 20 food and drink vendors. Um, we tried to have an assortment of different types of food. And, uh, and a craft beer, a local craft beer. And then we also sell uh, Budweiser products and Cokes and water. It's a fundraiser for us. So um, what we, you know, the drinks that we sell um, help raise money. And then uh, we rent the booth space to the artists. But the artists keep all the money that they, that they make, everything that, that they sell. Um, so, uh, again, a really fun event. Uh, that people look forward to. Is there anything that you can think that you want to add to it? Or Yeah, it's my favorite. I mean, it kind of <laughs> snuck up on us this year. The application opens on October 1st for artists, and it's mm. like, wow, already. But I'm excited. We had a little powwow with Colin Rosebrook, the chair of the festival, and talked about some details and changes we want to make. And, um, yeah, it's my favorite weekend of the year. It's fun. We're, we we work, what did you walk, like 10 miles last? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I wore my Fitbit. and Wow. And, and it was 10 miles each day. Wow. Uh, but it's fun. You know, as long as the weather cooperates, yeah. uh, it's, it's a great time. And I tell you, the, the artists are really great to get to know. They appreciate it. It's, uh, it's a different feel than, than some of the other festivals that they go to. And we get so many compliments on it uh, because we're really a festival for the artists. We want these artists to have a good experience. When they're here, I feel like we're ambassadors for Oklahoma because then once they, they leave, they go back and they tell people about the good experience that they had in Oklahoma and with our festival and with the Paseo. So we get more and more people who apply each year. Um, you know, And the, the artwork is outstanding. It's really, really uh, great artwork. We have you know, just different things that come in during the festival, uh, different than what we have uh, year-round. So we're, we're fortunate to, to have such a, a great art community and for people to be attracted to this area. Well, I definitely like that. I, uh, and I was wondering, too, I just read about this the other day as far as the Paseo Feast. Mm-hmm. I didn't know if we could maybe hear a little bit about that. Oh, sure. Of- well, uh, again, okay, so Feast is one of the programs that, that we do. Um, and it is a micro-grant funding program for artists. So we, we do a call for entries. And um, 
they submit their projects. Uh, we had a, a, a jury go through the projects and select five. And so what uh, they're going to do is they're going to do a five-minute presentation. It's going to be at Picasso's, which is a great restaurant across the street. A five-minute presentation, and then each person that has that's coming to this event, they have, they have to buy a ticket, and they're $30. And of that $30, I believe... $12 will go to the meal, and the $18 will go to the artist. Hmm. So it, it's, a, uh, it's a way to really get involved with the arts, the art community, and a really fun project. Um, so whoever gets the most votes for the night, they'll get the, you know, the, the, the proceeds. That's the their pro- grant. Thank you. Oh, okay. <laughs> to, to fund their project that they presented that night. Very cool. I mean, is that something you all do on an ongoing? Is this kind of on a regular or ongoing basis? Or well, is this we're just trying a... to do it annually. Oh, okay. So uh, it's you know it's one of those things that it takes a lot to kind of plan and organize and get the word out. So we wanted to make sure that uh, we you know got the message out. We 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 people were hearing it and they were applying, and we want good applications because that that's really what makes the night and and interesting and intriguing for those who come. So we've got uh, things, books that people want to put together. Um, Yeah, we have a graphic novel, um, a poetry, a live performance and um, poetry project. Um, One called Freed and Western, which is kind of combining... um, African-Americans in the Old West with modern-day hip-hop, and hmm. so he's going to kind of change some... He's going to educate us a little bit, I think, during that presentation. Um, but yeah, a lot, like, all very diverse projects. Wow. Totally different. And so if people are actually interested in getting tickets, I didn't know what the, to let people know what the best right. way or where, they, where the best place for them. I didn't know if it's on your website. Or... Yeah, there's a couple different ways. Um, there's the our website, which is thepaseo.org. Um, our Facebook page, we're posting a lot about the event and about the different proposals, and there's a link on pretty much every post to click for the tickets. Um, yeah, our website and our Facebook page are probably the best places to go for those, for those tickets. The great thing about this uh, event is that um, quite often uh, the, the, some of the projects that don't get funded by the, that night will have somebody who's interested in helping them along. Oh, and so okay. they they can one contact them after after ah. that even that night, or they can put money in their box because everybody will have a box. That's how we how we vote, oh, and so okay. they can put money in the box. So uh, yeah, and it's just it's a great way to get the word out, uh, and help people fund these great projects that they have. Yeah, it's really neat as far as being able to give these. You know, everyone it sounds like everyone who participates gets more visibility. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. no matter no matter how things go, so mm-hmm. that's that's very neat. They sure that's, do. They yeah. sure do. And we've had uh, a lot of different projects funded over the the years, so we, we're excited about it. Well, that's very cool. And then, Paige, I thought what we would do too is if you wanted to share a little bit just about the work that you do here, or if you wanted to yeah, talk a little absolutely. bit about that. And so, I'm the program coordinator. I'm kind of the um, I'm the organizer. I'm very Type A and very. <laughs> like spreadsheets and things like that. But I also run um, our gallery. We have the Paseo Art Space, so we have um, four juried shows a year. We have our print show, um, our fo- photography show, Photo Fest, a small art show um, that's going to be in December where everything's priced under $200. 
um, good for starting your art collection or getting a, a, a holiday gift. And then we have our member show in February, which um, highlights all the, it's all different kinds of mediums, um, mm. highlights all of our, our members' work. So I'm, I'm kind of the behind-the-scenes person and do a lot of the, the organizing for everything. Couldn't do this without her. We're, we're a pretty good team. We're, good team. we're <laughs> definitely a good team, so... And I definitely get that sense. I was going to ask, you know, it, it kind of looking at the things that way, as far as other programming, I know you'd mentioned as far as one of the uh, areas of focus being, you know, with children or, edu- you know, in terms of education. I thought I'd see if we could maybe hear a little more about, you know, what, what you all provide. or Well, we you're... partner with Stardance Swan, and they're the uh, children's uh, dance theater next door, uh, and we, we help them make their events happen. So our program uh, we write the grants and help them along so that that their program will continue from year to year. Uh, the, the one that we have coming up next is called Magic Lantern. It is October 29th. It's going to be uh, here in the street. We actually uh, we do uh, block off the street. We get a revocable permit for that. And um, it's free to the public. So it's um, it's a children's event. It's not a Halloween event. It's... It's a way to celebrate fall, and uh, the children are asked to, to come, and they will. They actually uh, create paper costumes, mm. costume, hat, masks, and they decorate uh, pumpkins with dried leaves and flowers and organic things. And so, um, and then um, towards the end of the uh, of the event, it's uh, there's a, a dance that the children are led. Um, through a labyrinth that's been painted on the street. Hmm. So it's very unique. I don't think you'll find anything like this anywhere else in the country. And, uh, and so it's, it's really fun. And um, we get a couple hundred people out for that. Hmm. And lots and of people that come and, back year after year mm-hmm. and look forward to it every year. And that actually it's been going on long enough that some of them came as children and now are bringing their children. Mm-hmm. So. That's very cool. And we do another event with them um, in, well, let's see, this last year it was in June, called Fairy Ball. And it's a, kind of along the same premise. They'll, they make um, flowered wreaths for their, for their head, and they, um, bring their, they wear their own kind of costume that they've created at home. It's more about using your imagination and creating a costume, not going out and buying something, but you know, coming up with something from home, and then they there'll be a there's a program with the dancers and uh, and then they'll be asked to come up on the stage and they dance to music in their own magical way. Very so, magical, magical yeah. events, yeah. and it happens kind of at sundown. So it's um, it's really interesting, and it's over by uh, it's behind First Christian Church at their outdoor theater. Oh, okay. And then we also partnership with Edgemere Elementary School. Uh, this last, or presently, we, we wrote a grant for a hip hop class, an after school hip hop class, which is something that they asked, um, that they said they had a need for. So uh, we we found um, a couple of hip hop artist teachers, and uh, they just started another uh, after school class last week, hmm. and are very excited. And Paige designed a really cool um, T-shirt last year, and she's already got one for this year. So, um, so that's kind of what we do for for kids, and the art space is what we do for artists. And 
Um, we also have something called Space, which is um, a partnership that we have with the Skirvin. It's Skirvin Paseo Artist Creativity Exposition. Mm. And it's a one-year artist residency with the Skirvin. They have a, a, a really great studio space um, on, the, on Park Street downtown, across from B.C. Clark. Uh, first level, all glass, and uh, the Skirvin actually pays them a thousand dollar monthly stipend. They get free parking, and they and they get a um, like a, a dining budget. So mm. um, uh, it's a great great deal, and uh, they have to be in the space certain hours um, to um, you know to interact with their hotel guests and also people that want to come in. You know, off that are walking around downtown or who work downtown. So um, that's something that's that's really special. And, and our next uh, artist resident is Marissa Raglan, and uh, and she'll be opening October first. Oh wow! So um, so that's really fun. Um, trying to think if there's we also have an awards dinner. Of coming up in, in November, uh, where we are, um, we are giving awards, honoring four people that are artists, are art community supporters, and if anybody's interested in that too, there, it's open to the public. We'd love for you to come. It's seventy five dollars a person, and at the Skirvin Hotel because we love them. It's a great venue, and it's a fun evening. And we, it's not just your regular kind of, uh, you know, fundraising dinner. It's a, it's a little more um, theatrical. We'll have some of the members from Starting at Swan will be there and dancing. And they kind of do, a, a, it's, it's more like pantomime than it is dancing. But it's, it's really hard to explain. It's something you have to see. And then we'll have some music and we'll have a silent auction. Um, but it's, it's just, um, just very... Uh, artsy, it's an. I would say it's not stuffy. That's for sure. It's fun, and we have a lot of fun people that come to it. Well, that's very neat. And in terms of, just in terms of talking about outreach, I just thought I'd see if there's any anything else you wanted to share with listeners in terms of things that you know coming up in the near future, or even distant future for that matter, as, as far as anything that's on the drawing board. Or... Well, we kind of talked about. You know, I think we have so many events coming up that I think we hit all of them. Yeah. It seems like, you know, for, for a small little shop that we have, I think we, we do a lot. And thanks in part because we have a lot of great volunteers. Uh, we have, uh, you know, jurors that help us with the exhibits and they do the hanging for the shows. And we have a lot of festival um, volunteers and, um, you know, we have a lot of support from our community and from artists. So that's been great. Um, Colin Rosebrook, who joined us, uh, we, we talked about you a little bit earlier, is oh. the chair of the <laughs> art festival. And Colin owns a business across the street called uh, Baseo Pottery. And, oh, very uh, good. He's been here 20 years? Seven. 27. 27. Oh, wow. I was like, what? Just figured that out. <laughs> yeah. I kept saying 25. It's 27. What? Mm-hmm. So he, that, Colin knows a lot of it, the history of the Paseo and kind of some of the progression and, and, and what it, how it's flourished over the years. And, and the art festival, too, because we, we talked a little bit about the festival, but 
Um, you know, there, there might be something you want to add about it. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's the 42nd year, of course. Right. And I think something that really sets us apart is our artists that we have are jured by their peers. I don't know if you talked about they're jured by professionals who are in their medium. Oh, so okay. If they're ceramics, they're a ceramic artist or a sculptor or a glassblower, painter, photographer. Each one has uh, different jurors for it. So rather than in some festivals and some shows that I have been in, it may be, say, a curator from a museum that will juror all of those things, and they may not have expertise in that. that I think that's what sets us apart and sets us in good standards with the artists that come because our we have more than double the amount of entrance that we do spaces for. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. So, so we have a good reputation around the country about an artist, arts festival to be at. That's very good to know. And I thought I would, if I could, maybe hear from your perspective in terms of someone who has a business here in the district. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe what you, if someone were to want to know, if they hadn't been here before, you know, what, what you know, makes Paseo, the Paseo district unique or, you know, if there's anything you could speak to and, you know, from your perspective. I, I think that's the attraction is people want to come down and see the different uh, studios and galleries and artists that are at work. You know, that's the main thing. They can look at the pieces that have been done, but... They want to actually see that because that way they can borrow, buy a piece, but they're also buying a personality. You know, they get to match up with that person and get to know them. Um, you know, on the a level that you don't just if you just buy a signed piece, you you meet the artist. And it's kind of an intriguing thing about here. Always had its right ambiance, certain ambiance about Paseo. Several of the galleries are working studios. Oh, okay. And and Collins. Uh, especially, how many artists do you have working there now? We really have about 10 associates that sell out of the studio, but with our, gosh, we have our classes, we have some 50 students that go in and out, and it's just, constant, constant. Just about at any given time, you can walk in and somebody's working on something. They're wow. either throwing on... Um, Throwing on the wheel. The wheel, or mm-hmm. uh, are they building something, um, hand-building something. It's It's really fascinating. So, And then we have... Uh, lady um, Sean Patterson, who's doing stained glass uh, two doors down, and you know she's either creating something new or she does rest- restoration. Hmm. Uh, we have a couple of ladies across the street who are painters. One of them is encaustic, which is uh, wax, and so you can go in there at any given time and and see them painting. So that's that's truly you know watching artists work, create, and being able to be part of that, you know, and... And have an excuse to dress any way you want. (laughs) (laughs) I like it. I like it. You know, because I was just thinking about that, you know, there, you know, some of the other art, you know, the few, the few other art galleries that there are in the city, it's like, you know, in order to go, you you know, get in the car and then you're going to drive, you know, numerous miles and get out and worry about parking and then you're going to... Do the same thing again, whereas here, it's like if someone hasn't experienced this before. Wow. I know I was completely blown away. I, was, I moved here from Tulsa, mm-hmm. and they've got a little bit, I mean, they're they're starting to develop a little bit of, a, of, of an arts district mm-hmm. there. But, I mean, when I saw this, this was like a like an entirely different experience. Mm-hmm. It just really is on a whole different level. Yes, and I think that First Friday is a great way to experience uh, Paseo for the first time and then come back 
when when it's you know when when there's not a crowd and you can kind of go back to your favorite places and then and then go look at art uh, it's like you know with sometimes there'll be an exhibit at a museum and maybe once isn't enough to look at it so you know you have to oh, think yeah. about it a little bit and then come back and and, and look at it some more we have uh, this uh, first Friday is October sixth, and and we're we have a theme this this Friday called uh, Pets on Paseo. Hmm. So we have asked uh, Free to Live to come and bring a couple of their dogs uh, that are up for adoption, and uh, we've got um, the Barking Dog Bakery. Yeah, and and then an, another woman who's bringing. Uh, Clothes that she has made for dogs. She hmm. repurposes, repurposes <laughs> clothes funny. and makes clothes for dogs. And has, oh, wow. Yeah. And we have stray dog cart, which is people food, but... <laughs> <laughs> it's a hot dog. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're going with the theme. <laughs> so, uh, and then we have Rolling Cafe, which is really always good, good food. So, um, yeah, it will be fun down here. It's always fun down here. We just thought we'd do something a little different where... Um, maybe we could help out another uh, nonprofit. Yeah. And so when it makes sense, you know, we don't we want we don't want to have too many other things going on because we don't want to take away from what we're doing. Um, but if it's a good partnership, then yeah, that's something we want to we want to help other people out as well for dogs or cats or pets, whatever. Mm-hmm. I like it. I like it. I really do get the sense that there you know there is a community here, but then again, at the same time though, you all are reaching out even beyond this immediate community and, and, and actually helping out, you know, in the, in the city at large. So that's, that's very inspiring. Yeah. I think, I think it's uh, another thing that kind of sets us apart is because we work with the children's programs. We're building on the future, inspiring young artists. I mean, we just finished a field trip uh, from a school in Stratford that came and they brought their art club specifically to come to Paseo. Hmm. You know, experience, go down, eat at sauce, come back up. You know, mess around in the studio over there, and and I have uh, several field trips booked in October from different grade schools and around the Oklahoma City area. So really, it's a draw yeah. for all age groups too. So it's, it's a great thing to see. Well, and unfortunately, a lot of school districts are cutting their arts programs. So oh, yeah. you know, so this is a good fit, you know, for them because if they can't do it on a weekly or a daily basis. Maybe they can, you know, bring their group and and they can experience it another way. Yeah, yeah. So, we're we're so happy because it's. I think I think artists have the ability to to want to share, and they're very loving and and community minded, you know, people, as it is. So it's good. It's a good way for for them to to share their their craft when there's children that are can come down here too. I just thought of one other thing was I just. Uh, finished a meeting with a school district who is modeling and looking at Paseo and making a link there for their building of performing arts for um, the visual arts and oh, wow. performing arts center, the Western Heights School District. And the president of the board and several board members came and toured the studio and we discussed it and everything. So that's another outreach that Paseo will probably have here in the near future. They just brought me pictures and, you know, their plans. It's kind of neat to see. Yeah, that really is neat. That really is neat. There, it just sounds like there's a lot of, a lot of great things going on now and things coming, you know, come, coming down the pike in the future. 
I really appreciate you all taking the time today. We're going to go ahead and sign off for now, but I just want to thank you all again so much. It's, it's been very enlightening. Thank you. Thank you.